It's me. The video. It's Christmas Eve. Can you believe it? December just happened. Some of you are sitting here and don't have a care in the world. You're not busy, and this season hasn't been hectic at all. Every gift was easy to find, and every family member has been unusually kind and generous this December. But then, there are the other 99% of you. Some of you just left the house and are trying to remember if you blew the candles out, the ones near the highly flammable Christmas tree that's getting drier by the minute. Uh-oh. Some of you are getting together with extended family members whose expectations are higher than Mount Kilimanjaro. Some of you barely made it to this service and within the last 60 minutes actually thought, maybe we should just skip it altogether. So for all of us in here, I just want to remind you of what's really important. All that other stuff is important, but this one thing is way more important than anything else. So just breathe and take it in. She will give birth to a son, and you shall call him Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. And the word became flesh and dwelled among us, and they shall call him Emmanuel, which means, which means God with us. Today in the city of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ. He is Christ. He is Christ the Lord. That's what's really important. So wherever you're at, whatever you're in the middle of, and whatever is coming next for you and your family, we invite you to set aside this time to focus on Christ the Lord. Just breathe. And allow yourself to view this world-changing event with awe and with wonder. After all, God is with us, not only in Bethlehem, but right here, right now. Good evening, Bridge Church. Merry Christmas. It is so good to gather in this room with family and friends. If you are visiting with us for the first time, we just want to extend a special greeting to you and let you know we are grateful because you could have chosen to be anywhere and you chose to be here with us as we celebrate the birth of Jesus. And so we, um, we're just grateful and we call you family and say welcome. So with that, if you would stand with me so we could pray. Heavenly Father God, we come tonight to give you praise and give you thanks. For on this holy night, so many years ago, you sent us the gift of your Son. He is Lord of all and he is Savior of the world. Wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger on this holy night, this night may our hope be restored. May we experience your perfect peace that surpasses all understanding. Your perfect peace that not only invades our present, but causes the chaos to, to fade and melt away. May we be drawn this evening into the mystery of your love. May your Holy Spirit, God, fill us with joy overflowing. On this holy night, May our voices join with those of the angels that have echoed through the centuries. 
Let us praise the one for whom the world has waited. Emmanuel, God with us, newborn king, savior and messiah, lion and lamb, healer and restorer, bread of life and perfect love. Newborn king, he is Christ the Lord. Jesus, it is in your mighty and matchless name we pray. And the church together said, Amen. season, this season of Christmas, we have celebrated things a little differently um, as we just walk through the different movements, the different elements that, that we're reminded of at Christmas, of peace and joy and hope and love. And so we have been very fortunate uh, that Peter Troutner has authored, he's in our denomination, and he's offered all these different writings for us each week. And so tonight, for the Christmas Eve reading, I just want to invite you to pause and to listen as we walk through what the birth of Christ meant 
to the world then and what it means to us now. In a moment, hope would dawn. Peace would be still and joy would awaken. Love would be manifest. But still in the hours preceding, oppression, anxiety, grief, and fear, bearing the weight of years before and bearing the hopes of silence unending, bearing the promise long awaited, bearing the child, a newborn babe. And before her time would come for Mary, anguish, trepidation, all the uncleanliness of birth in a place not fit for the king of kings, Joseph and a goat, the witnesses, to her desperate, painful cries of, Oh, come, oh, come, Emmanuel. Surprised in the garden, the kitchen, and before sleep, all at once, her future that was so sure was called into question as a visitor from heaven announced her body a vessel. Thoughts racing, mind whirling, worries unending, without knowledge, what a wonder, and yet her acceptance. O come, O come, Emmanuel. This word foretold, no longer just words, as her flesh showed signs of humanity groaning and growing inside her, experiencing the sickness of mourning as all the world's mourning was knit together inside her womb. O come, O come, Emmanuel. Utterly dismissed and pronounced a liar, threatened with death, threatened with divorce, so young, and yet what proof did she have? Sent away to be hidden, rejected by family, shunned for an act not her own, but the most marvelous gift inside her. Only her cousin, six months ahead of her, believed her story. As baby bounced within her, the first wash of peace over Mary for this young mother to be a sign that the angelic words she had been told were true. O come, O come, Emmanuel. Then, with no cars or planes to travel, no comfy seats or smoothed out roads, as time for counting had begun, in a census counting heads, for Mary counting days, as baby grew and stomach stretched, her feet, once visible, now swelled beneath her. A journey taxing even to those whose bodies were not preparing to deliver the hope of the world. As a mother, not able to nest as most mothers do, found in a far-off, uncomfortable place, Weary from travel, can you imagine her body yearning? Oh, come, oh, come, Emmanuel. No room, at least none made for her, a reflection of how they treat her son, made to sit among the lowly and the dirty, calf and donkey, sheep and foal. Seated amongst hay and dung, fearful, this is where her child, where God's child would be born. Yet the pains, oh come, oh come, Emmanuel. The nativity, the nativity so often sanitized, picturesque and clean. Flowing gowns for mother and swaddled white cloths, perfectly pristine for the Savior to come. And yet here, the reality of the lower room amongst the animals' waste and the details of birth, the reality, oh come, oh come, Emmanuel. And now her time had come. No more time or room for worries as water broke and pre-shocks of the earthquake once long for declared. O come, O come, Emmanuel. 
closer together now, minute by minute, her time come, oh, the pain, crying out with pangs of birth. Can you hear her heart's cry? Oh, come, oh, come, Emmanuel. Her betrothed beside her, hand in hand, whispering quietly, come, oh, come, Emmanuel. Hours, perhaps days, we don't know, as desperate cries rang out, first crown and soon king. Oh, come, oh, come, Emmanuel, coming at long last, coming. The first cry in darkened candlelit corner as the light of the world entered in, bringing with it, bringing with him hope, peace, joy, and love incarnate. Rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel. She who bore this weak and tiny babe, so frail, yet so full of such immense hope. She still gasping for breath as we one laid upon her breast, ready soon to seek and latch upon her body so worn and exhausted. Yet still despite the exhaustion so full of love, Mary treasured and pondered all these things. Rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel. Knowing and yet not fully knowing the bond that she shared and would share with her son as he grew. Emmanuel, who would be despised, rejected, shunned. The experience, excruciatingly painful. The experience, a shadow of her own. Her experience parallel to that of her boy birthing a savior, one she would see her pain redeemed in, one who would take the pain of death for those who believe that they might live. Jesus, light of the world, he is hope, he is peace, he is joy, he is love incarnate. He is Christ the Lord. Would you join us as we worship?
I apologize. <laughs> we said we were going to keep this a simple and joyful celebration in the midst of it. I think in the joy of just light, lightening this load that we've all been carrying. Maybe I got a little carried away. So uh, in this last month, we have been looking at stories from the manger, lessons from the manger. And, and we've unpacked, and I guess in a contemporary term, you could say we deconstructed what is tradition versus what first century life really looked like. We learned from, um, we learned from the Magi to seek, <laughs> to seek the one who has the answers, to seek the one who surpasses what this world offers. And as Chris Wagnon so eloquently put it, if you fall off your camel, get back up and keep seeking, right? Come back to it. From the shepherds, we learned the reality that Jesus came for the least and the greatest, that there are no barriers to the love that Jesus offers. We learned to put ourselves in front of the presence, again, of the one. From Mary and Joseph, so many lessons that life is not always what we expect it to be. And yet, God's plan, even when it isn't how we think it should be, God's plan brings hope and joy and love and peace. And from Mary, we learned that we can treasure even while we wrestle and ponder. We can do those things together. And I'd like to suggest to you, as we continue this evening with a simple celebration that deconstructing the manger doesn't make it less significant. It actually makes it more miraculous. So as our kiddos come up to sing one more song, and Pastor Rick shares the simple scriptures with us, I'd like to suggest that we open our hearts and that we listen with wonder and awe because there's nothing simple about it.
Um, if you guys would like to join me up here, you're welcome to come up and sit on the carpet. Or not. We're going to read, uh, be reading in uh, Luke chapter 2 tonight. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria, and everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. And they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what they had been told about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds had said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. And on the eighth day, when it was time to circumcise the child, he was named Jesus. The name the angel had given him before he was conceived. Thank you, guys. Come and seek. If you're not sure about who Jesus is, come and see, just like the shepherds did. I can promise you that God won't disappoint If you've had a rough year or if you're in a rough season, treasure the love and the grace, the spots where Jesus meets you with the light, even as you wrestle with the dark, even as you question, it's okay, because God is big enough for that. Hold on. 
Let the light shine and take it and go and tell. Because in the midst of all the darkness in this world, there shone a great light. And God has not only invited us to gather around his living room to experience Jesus, but to share Jesus. You guys, that's good news of great joy. I don't know what your year has held, but I need some good news of great joy. I don't know what your wrestle is, but God can bring joy into the midst of it. Good news of great joy. Not just for us, not just for believers. Good news of great joy for all the world. That's what we get to celebrate tonight. That's what we get to sing about and have fun with. So can I invite you into some joy? Father God, just as we stand, as, as we prepare to sing and shout and praise and rejoice again and again and again, <laughs> Holy Spirit, we invite your joy that like your peace surpasses all understanding, that we don't have to be happy to celebrate, that we don't have to be in the best place in the whole wide world to let change and transform our lives. Because Jesus, you came so that all the pain of this world would be transitional and not a destination. So that no matter what we face, No matter what we go through, not only are you with us, but you see us through to the other side, to light and to love and to joy, to wholeness in you. Jesus, we thank you for your sacrifice and for your invitation, for your gift, for your gift of perfect life. In Jesus' name, amen.
It's Jesus' birthday, right? Right? It's Jesus' birthday, right? And and we get to celebrate, but the coolest thing about Jesus' birthday is that the greatest gift that ever was is given to us and it's free. It's life everlasting in Jesus. And, and that's a simple, whether you are in the room with us or online with us, you know, that is a simple, we call it ABCs, a simple, accept that Jesus is the Son of God. Right? Believe. Admit that you need him. Believe that he's the Son of God and commit your life to follow him. That's all it is. Like, Jesus gives the gift and we just get to take it. And in celebrating his birthday, we get the gift, which is life. So we invite you to join and to sing with us and to celebrate. And if you're not sure where you're at with Jesus, we're not going to call you up here. We're not going to, you know, make you call everything out. But I want to invite you. Come talk to me. Come talk to Pastor Rick or Pastor Mary. Come talk to anybody that you see up on this platform. Don't walk out without the greatest gift that ever was that didn't require any payment from us. And could we maybe thank the giver of the gift and sing to him and have a little fun? Yeah. just are so thankful that you guys chose um, to come out here tonight and be with us. Because as Pastor Jen said, it, this is all about Jesus. It's his birthday. And he makes it so simple. Look at this that's coming out here. What? Birthday, birthday <laughs> gifts for us on Jesus' birthday? Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> so we love you guys and um, we just pray that you guys would have a, uh, a safe evening a wonderful day tomorrow and uh, and we'll see you soon yeah and so what we would like to do tonight in sharing the gift of Jesus with you is each one of these bags has a different name of Jesus on it and we would like to invite you to come up and every person take an ornament. You pick the one that means most to you. You're like, man, this is the shortest Christmas service ever, right? <laughs> well, actually, we want you to take some time to linger and reflect on Jesus, everlasting, everlasting one, the good shepherd, the word brought to life, love. Reflect over these and what you feel like would help you the most step into 
step into what's next, then we invite you to take that. And oh, by the way, no birthday is complete without yumminess, right? Without something <laughs> baked and good. Except we're not going to do cupcakes because it's Christmas birthday. So I think we have some homemade sugar cookies in the back that are coming out. And I think we do need to do that birthday song one more time, right? Right. I can right. be on mic and sing. Happy birthday. this holiest night. May he make his face shine upon you. May God lift his countenance unto you. And even as we continue the celebration in the room, may God blanket us and send us out and cause us to share his incredible peace. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Merry Christmas, y'all. Come on up and join the celebration.